start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed to the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You'll never know if you don't go. You'll never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on, get Welcome to the show. It's your boy, Lewis. It's me, Gibby. What's up, guys? <laughs> okay. Is that your new intro? I uh, just tried it out. I'm going to hear how it sounds in the editing. Right on. All right. <laughs> so uh, that music intro was Smash Mouth All-Star. Hey, now. Uh, because it was just All-Star Weekend, so I thought that was pretty fitting. Clever. Uh, how you feeling? I feel okay. I feel all right. How feel about good? yourself? Feel good? I feel good. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, we celebrated uh, Gibby's birthday over the weekend. Yes. We went to like this bar slash pool hall slash bowling, bowling alley. Yeah. And let's just say I almost left my shoes there and uh, went home with bowling shoes. <laughs> yeah. <it was laughs> That's the kind of night it turned this out to be. This guy was a disaster. <laughs> it was fun, though. It was fun. Good time. Uh, one thing I need to get off my chest right away is for the record, we are aware that Jeff Petrie has a no-move clause, okay? Uh, he wouldn't be the first or the last player to be moved, though, with a no-move clause. So, obviously, we understand it would make it a little more difficult. But on this show, we do a lot of hypothetical stuff. And uh, when I say uh, you need to get creative, it's getting creative. He has to waive it, obviously. And uh, that involves talking to your players. Uh, not that we had any hate mail or anything like that, because we don't have enough fans for that stuff, but I just yeah. thought I'd clear that up, just for those who may have said, well, what are they talking about? He's got a no-move clause. We are aware of that. Yeah. So thanks for coming out, bud. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> I feel better. You know, I had to, I had to get, right. that, get that off my chest. Uh, okay, so what's going on in the sports world? Ronda Rousey yeah. signs with the WWE. I actually watched it. Yeah? Yeah. A little awkward. It was found. really awkward. She She's a terrible actress. Yeah, she, she didn't say anything. She just like pointed at the sign, offered a couple handshakes. I thought Weird. She was gonna, I thought she was going to come in at 32, <clears throat> and then she didn't. I was disappointed. Um, Trish Stratus came in. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, oh, no way. Don't tell me that Trish Stratus is going to be the last one in, woman in the world rumble. And then Ronda Rousey's going to be like, oh, and now I'm the 31st competitor, and she's going to win. <laughs> yeah. But it didn't go that way. Well, there was rumors that she was going to be there, so yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I think it's good for her. I'm, I think this is good for her career. I think she'll be a, a popular uh you know, a popular person in wrestling. I think this oh, is yeah. better for her. It's better for her to stay away from MMA. I think she can reinvent herself here. Mm-hmm. So good move on that. Um, Tiger Woods is back. Yeah. Or is he? I don't know. Well, I don't know. He's he, he had a half decent round, I guess, and he'll be golfing again. So I mean, hey, listen, all the power to Tiger. I hope he finds his game and doesn't get injured and stops crashing into trees and stuff doesn't like throw that. Throw his back and uh, yeah, stops having going on sex capades. <laughs> um, Yammer Yager leaving the NHL back to his mm-hmm. team in Czech Republic. What do you think? Should he retire? Um. No, if if he wants to play, he can play like whatever. I think he should have retired from the NHL last year, but yeah, I th- yeah, I agree. I think if like he should have retired from at least the NHL, mm-hmm. at least the NHL, and if he wants to play hockey, yeah, play in Czech Republic. But obviously, the guy loves the sport. He loves hockey, so I'm not gonna tell somebody to stop playing something you love. But I didn't want to see him go out like that. Yeah. It is what it is. But at least he's not going into the AHL or anything like that. He knows, hey, I can play quality. No, they'll never do that to him. Nah. Well, he. It's not that. It, it's up to him, right? If he doesn't want to go, he'll. He's gonna get out of there. So. Yeah. He runs the show out here. Uh, and then uh, Triple G versus Alvarez two. Mm-hmm. Coming Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Uh yeah, it's gonna be a good fight. I think uh, yeah. Triple G 
got robbed the first one. I thought he won clean. Well, it is what it is. We're doing podcasts, not making money doing judging. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, whatever. I'm not the only one who thought that. Okay. Time to get into the show. First topic on the docket. How do you feel about Carey Price not participating in any of the skill competitions? And how do you feel about his all-star performance? Um, it's, it's, um, it doesn't bother me that he didn't participate in the skill competition. Yeah. Um, he kind of looked a little awkward on Friday. I guess he thought he was going to do something, and then he just didn't. Yeah. yeah. He looked awkward. Like, I don't know. Um, to be honest, I don't even think he deserved to be at the All-Star game. Well, yeah. I think Gallagher has been our All-Star of the year. Um, uh, you, everybody's going to say he doesn't fit the All-Star game, but still deserved to get the nod. And you never know. Let the guy get loose a little bit in the uh, the All-Star game. He obviously won't go as hard, but... <clears throat> Price hasn't been up to par with his play, so he's posted a nine zero five save percentage, three point zero two goals against average, which is the lowest, well, with the highest goals against average in his entire career. So I'm not sure. I don't know how it was. How how does it work this year, or how did it work this year? Do they just like the team votes him in? Or? I don't know if it's, I think that he gets voted in. So yeah. So I don't know. It is what it is. I think they need a new voting system. Um, I think maybe the teammate should vote a player in. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's his all-star game performance, he, he looked okay. He was whatever. Yeah. No, okay, he was chosen by default. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. It's not fair. But no, But, listen, nobody is having an all-star season for the Habs. Nobody. Okay, I, and like you said, I know people want Gallagher, but let's be honest. He's not having an all-star season in the NHL. He's just our best player. Yeah. That's not saying he's an all-star. So, I mean, when nobody is having an all-star season, right, one person's got to go. You choose the fan favorite, the most marketable hab. He's good for the NHL. Kids want to see him. Fan, you know, People want to see him. One of the best goalies in the world. You choose Carey Price. Okay. That's why they chose him. Okay. At this point, you know, nobody earned it on our team. Even though Gallagher's been our best player, there's way better forwards in the NHL for him to come. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's why I think that happened. Um, and to tell you the truth, I, I don't, I, when it comes to uh, the not participating, I think he doesn't deserve to be there. So probably he's happy yeah. to not participate. Right. Uh He knows he didn't deserve to be there. Right. He's, he, he probably felt like Donald Trump. At the White House. <laughs> like just, I don't deserve to be here. <laughs> <laughs> right? That, that's how I feel. Um, but, yeah, the, like you said, too, in the, in the game, it was whatever. He looked, he looked fine. Yeah. Everybody's trying to do so much in those games. You can really never tell, like, because they're trying the crazy play. There's so many times where they could just rip a shot, mm-hmm. but they don't. They choose to do, like, the little yeah. through the legs trick. It's like a shinny. But, hey, out of all the goalies, he let in, I think, the least amount mm-hmm. on his team, anyway. Yeah. Well, he was better than uh, Vasilevsky. But like I said, it's not saying much. No. Nobody cares. It was, it was fine. But I, I understand why he, he was chosen, and I don't think people should make a big deal. I didn't like that tweet from Tony Marinero. He t- yeah, yeah, I didn't like it either. Yeah, where he's like, uh, Price is doing what he did for, At the, beginning yeah, of the, season. for the whole first uh, quarter of the season, taking the night off. Yeah. Stirred up a lot of stuff. I know he blocked like, I don't know, yeah, he said 500 he blocked people. 500 <laughs> people or something. Like I that. didn't like that tweet at all, but it is what it is. That's his opinion, and he's entitled to it. Okay, on to the next topic here. So do you agree with the Montreal Canadiens taking their time with Shea Weber? Or considering his age, do you think he needs to get back out there as soon as possible? He needs the reps. What do y'all think? What do y'all think? Um, I think, like, what's the point in rushing it, especially with where we're at in the season? Um. Let's be realistic. The Habs aren't going to make the play make a playoff push. They're not going to make playoffs. Um, no, that that ship has sailed. Yeah, I think with his age, the healing process may take a little bit longer. So, may as well be a little bit extra cautious with it and make sure he's one hundred and ten percent healed up. What I don't like about the Weber injury, and and a matter of fact, any injury the Habs 
players have. They're too secretive. Like, it drives me insane. Like, I hate it. I can't stand it. Yeah, like, it. come on. We all know he broke his foot. It's, it's yeah, pretty obvious by yeah. now. And then other than that, I think Weber <laughs> staying out of the lineup and allowing him to heal up is, like, a win-win. You get him to heal, and you also set yourself up for tank. So right, but you don't doesn't worry you like is he going to be the same player? Well, I don't. It doesn't worry me. It's he's injured. He's going to heal up. He's humans heal. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like he's like low. I understand that like, humans heal, but you're it's not like, like he's low. Pro at like look at okay. I know it's not the same extent of what Carlson went through, but yeah, you know, Carlson came back, but he had like a serious surgery. But I guess we just have to we have to see right. Yeah. I, for me, like, welcome to tank mode, my friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is what it is. Uh, I think the only way they would try and rush him back is if they wanted to trade him because you want him back playing. You don't want to leave doubt because that leaves people with doubt and they're not going to want to <laughs> trade. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but, yeah, that's the only thing I would see. But, listen, I've never been a fan of, of people taking longer than they have to with injuries, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. I think uh, you got to let him get to 100%. Uh, bring him back when he's fully healthy. Have mm-hmm. him play balanced minutes. You know, yeah. We don't need him overexerting himself playing 28 minutes a game. We don't need that. Give some more time to Mete. Give some more time to Yerebek. Yeah. Spread the minutes out around and... Uh, and that's it. Just keep losing because that, that's, be- that's the best thing for this season right now. It's just yeah. the, the path they're on. Falling for Dolan. Right? And, and that's the way it's got to be. So um, I'm not worried. I'd like to see him get back in there, though, for sure. I don't want, him to sh- I don't want them to shut him down for the year. Yeah. I don't think that that's I don't a think good they will. choice. No, and I don't, you're right. I don't think they will. But I want to see him back. Yeah. For sure. Of course. I. So, on to our next topic. What makes you feel happy and what makes you feel crappy about the Habs season? So, the season? Well, just, just about the Habs in general. Yeah, okay. And, I, I yeah, just, just about I, the Habs in general and, and just give me two reasons for each. What okay. makes you feel happy? Okay. What makes you feel crappy? Well, Lewis, two things that make me feel happy about this team. <laughs> One, we have so much history. Wow. Yeah. Being the most <laughs> being the most winningest team for the Stanley Cup. It's a good feeling to uh to be a supporter of a team that has that much history. We have also the historic players like for example, Bellevue, Richard, Cornoyer, Patrick Waugh, all those guys. Obviously, we have more. We have such a deep and exciting history. It feels good to be a part of that and for sure rather than a team with little to no history or a team that hasn't won in like 60 years. <coughs> um, Maple Leafs. <coughs> another feel-good thing is, despite our terrible season, I think we do have a good future, despite what think people might think. I think we have a good group of young players. We have Galchenyuk, Gallagher, Drouin, Lekkonen, Mete, Houdon, Yurbeck on our roster right now. That's not including the prospects we have. Those players aren't bad to have right now as a core to build around in this upcoming offseason. So that's a... Plus, um, you want to say your two happy things, or you want me to just go with my two crappy? I'll go with my happy. For me, okay. uh, I didn't go like like that. About I didn't think about the franchise, not the not the past. I just I'm thinking about the trade deadline approaching. Okay, that makes me feel happy. Uh, I hope it doesn't disappoint us this year. Me and Gibbsby will yeah. be taking the day off. Not getting paid. We're taking guys. the day off, man. We're gonna be tracking trades all day. Then we're gonna end up with a nice, uh, you know. Uh, a podcast to break down all the trades. It's going to be great. We'll just, be eating junk food and, and drinking beer and just, just, just fun. Hopefully my boss doesn't listen because um, <laughs> yeah. my excuse is oh, not going to be that. you have a disappointment? No, I don't know. We, I might, we might even anything. go on Facebook Live and Yo guys are <laughs> point here. a camera at us. <laughs> we'll point a camera at us with trade, trade, reactions. <laughs> trade center in the background. So they're getting the real trades and we'll just repeat them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited about that. I'm looking forward to the moves coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm anxious to see change and transformation for this team. Good anxious though. That like good anxious. It's a good anxious, not like anxiety. <laughs> yeah. But anxious. Um, I can't wait to to pick up you know the second coming of Steve Ott and, and Dwight King. Yeah. 
No, not really. But I'm, I'm looking forward to big moves or at least progressive moves. Yeah. Something, you know, that's going to make us happy for the future. And number two, I'm happy right now. I think it's a good time for the kids on our team like Charles Houdon. He's, he's really looked good. He's finally getting rewarded for his good play. Mm-hmm. He's hot right now. And like I, like you said, I agree with you 100%. And I like I think there's a lot of young talent on this team to build around. Yeah. So for the remainder of the season, I think the job is to get these young guys going. Yeah, get get their reps in. Right, because this team is like a race car. All right, you take out a couple parts, and it just ain't quick enough to qualify. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you add a couple parts, like a turbo, some nitrous, you know? And then we're Vin Dieseling to the finish line, bud. Boom. And that's how I feel about it. Right now, we have the car. Okay? It's not the parts. We just need a couple spare parts. Yep. To, to, to win the race. Yeah. <laughs> and that race is the Stanley Cup Grand Prix. All right. All right. So <laughs> you, like, uh, <laughs> you like the way I put that? That's, yeah, that's, that's, good. that's freaking good. genius. Okay. So, yeah, that's how I feel about that. All right. Well, two things <laughs> that make me feel crappy. One, I saw this coming a few years back. Um, I told our buddy John a few years back that the Habs will run into some kind of limbo between lack of developed prospects and lack of defensive players once we run into letting go of Markov or losing Markov to him retiring or whatever the case it may have been. You look at our defense right now, and our defensive prospects, they're quite depressing, to say the least. Um, It sucks to finally (laughs) see it happen. not the prospects. More the roster. No, okay. Our roster, too, but, like, if you look at it, like, we don't have any guys to look forward to. Like, I'm going to say it like this. Noah Jelson, Brett Lernout, right? Who else? Like, think about uh, it. We've got that's, some young, guy, young guys that we dude. drafted last year. Yeah, I know nothing it's like... It's just a depressing you know, thing. There's uh, no yeah. one to like that's, like, to write home about. Our guy that was that guy was the most, traded. I'm excited for Jolson. That's it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it sucks to finally see it happen, even though I saw it coming. It, uh, it just sucks. Number two, the Leafs are doing better than us. Yeah, that's always a tough pill to swallow. Wow, that's actually what I wrote. <laughs> that is a pill that it's always terrible to swallow. It is. It is. Um, it sucks being in the Toronto area and friends and family always chirping me for being a Habs fan when they're Leafs fans because uh, in reality, they are doing better and are in a lot better position for the future. So I really have nothing else to say except for 1967. <laughs> Other yeah, than that, like, I got nothing. <laughs> like, <laughs> that joke's getting old. Yeah, so it's kind of being, it's like, come on, Habs, do something. I need to start chirping because there's like nothing else I got. Yeah. Before it was like, oh, you guys haven't beat us in 14 consecutive games or whatever. And now it's just like, okay, they beat us. So what do I do? Yeah, I know. It's (laughs) it's tough, man. Uh, We're going to the game in March. Yeah. All of us. And I'm just hoping that game we need to win. (laughs) Yeah. If there's one game we need to win, you guys can go like 0 in 40 or 1 in 39. And that one has to be the game that we're at. Yeah. Like, I need that game. I need it. Yes. That's my only wish <laughs> for the season is yeah. that game. Uh, for me, the, what makes me feel crappy is just the, the, my desire to watch the games. <laughs> it, yeah. it's, it's, it's dropped drastically. Yeah, I know. You know, I, I can't even give my girlfriend that excuse anymore. <laughs> like, hey, babe, I'm going to watch the game. She's like, they suck and they're going to lose. Why are you watching? <laughs> and she's right. <laughs> so I can't argue that. You know what I mean? Um, it hurts. That hurts for sure. And second thing is just finally accepting there's no playoffs. It's it's, it's crappy. Uh, there's nothing like watching hockey in, in late April and May. The weather's warming up. Watching in the backyard. You know, the beers are flowing. The games are intense. It's just an all-around good time. It's just it, I can't explain the feeling. And hockey, uh, non-hockey fans will never understand how it feels watching hockey in the playoffs. It's just it's just such a great experience and yeah. And to know that we're not gonna get to experience that this year is very saddening. Mm-hmm. So that one hits home hard. 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 Sweet, Sweet bud. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, so moving on now. <laughs> You're right. Actually no, yeah. Uh I'm good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so which... Okay, right now there's a few Canadian teams struggling. Yeah. 
Edmonton, Ottawa, Montreal, Vancouver. Those are the four that are struggling bad. Mm-hmm. Which Canadian team do you think has the best chance to turn the boat around? I don't know why I always use boat. It's um, turn this ship around. I guess yeah. Yeah, right. it's a, it's a good saying. All right, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks for your validation. No problem. Um, honestly, I can see any of the four mentioned except for Ottawa turning it around. Ottawa's a disaster. Wow. Ottawa's a disaster. <laughs> That's my choice. Ottawa's your turnaround? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, though. Okay. Go ahead. Go goaltending, ahead. goaltending's not very good. Um, Carlson's struggling, and I don't know if he can ever get back to his form prior to injury. But my choice is Edmonton having mm-hmm. the best bounce back. Um, they have a, a very impressive lineup. McDavid, Dreisaitl, Talbot, Hopkins, Larson, Nurse. Bunch of superstars, and obviously I just named off the notables, but I think they need one or two more D-men, and they will be a fantastic squad. But hasn't that like been the case forever? And their goaltending, too, has not really been yeah. up to par. I think Talbot's having a little bit of a struggling season. Yeah, and so is the defense again, right? So and now their wings are weak. <laughs> you know, it's like, I feel like th- those guys, I don't know what it is, but go go ahead. Thanks for cutting me off. Um, but yeah, I think they'll be good. And honestly, I was leaning towards the Habs, but I think I weighed out the options. I think a top center is a lot more difficult to acquire rather than one or two more solid D-men. So I think next season, Edmonton turns things around and tablet, ta- tablet, <laughs> Talbot <laughs> plays a lot better if they can upgrade their <laughs> defensive core. Michael Tablet. <laughs> They have there's guys <laughs> hitting free agency like John Jarn, John Carlson, Mike Green, Calvin DeHaan, who are highlighting the upcoming free agents at the D position. Yeah. And I think uh, if they can try and sign one or two of those guys, they'll do well in this offseason. Um, getting a D men, getting D men should be their number one priority in the offseason. Yeah, and having their struggling players turn it around. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually saying Ottawa. Why? First and foremost, okay, they're going to need to re-sign Carlson, okay? They got a kid like Shabbat coming up, okay? I like the starting point of Derek Broussard, Matt Duchesne leading the charge down the middle, okay? And if you look at their roster, they have a lot of center depth, a lot of third, fourth line centers, okay? That's a lot of depth guys who can probably play up. They can make a couple trades this year. They're looking Mm -hmm. to get rid of Hoffman. Okay, he can fetch something good for you. That's a quality player right there. Um, you got Mark Stone. Got to re-sign him or even trade him too. Listen, I wouldn't trade him, but it's a possibility. I feel like w- there's some bad contracts on the team. Yes, enough. Right, like a few and Bobby Ryan. Like yeah, there's yeah, a few. Yeah. If they can find a way to work some of that out, but I, the, when I look at this team and if I'm a GM, I see a lot of good pieces, and I feel like I can turn this team around in a hurry. You got two top. Two, you know, number one, number two, center. You got Carlson and Shabbat who can be like one first pairing, second pairing D-man. You got to find someone to play with Carlson. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. You got guys like Mark Stone. You got still some talent on this team. Um, and I think that if I, I was looking from the outside, I can turn this team around in a hurry. I think they just had a little bit of, of, a, of, of a hiccup this year. Yeah. And these things happen, right? Um, and like you were saying, Edmonton, I think they have a lot of good pieces too. And that's who I was thinking at first. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the most popular <clears throat> answer. But goaltending, struggling again. Okay? I know Ottawa, that's another thing yeah. that they got to figure out is goaltending. But same thing with Edmonton. Defense, same thing. They don't have that Carlson. They don't have... Well, they, you could argue that they do have like a, a, sh- a Shabbat, right, in Clefbaum. Is Clefbaum or yeah, whatever, Clef-Bomb. right? So they have some kids coming up, but they don't have an Eric Carlson. And trust me, Eric Carlson will be back. I'm not, trust me, I know he will be. Not very many teams have an Eric Carlson. Bro. That's what I mean, right? <laughs> when you got an Eric Carlson, yeah. you got a Mark Stone, you have Matt yeah. Duchesne, you have Derek Broussard. These are quality players that yeah. you just add a couple more pieces and these guys can contend, I'm telling you. They need another good D-man, though. Um, and Fanuf can easily play a third pairing, and he'll be okay. Um, <laughs> you know, he's like he's better than Arl- Alsner, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> I'd take him. Uh, so that's the way I look at it. But like with Edmonton, it's like the defense now. The wings are a huge issue, even mm-hmm. though they have 
good centermen in RNH and McDavid and Dreisaitl, the wings now are like the wingers are way too slow. So now they got to get their defense clicking, get their goaltending clicking, and now they need some help on the wings. I feel like there's a lot more holes to fill on Edmonton and a lot more what ifs on Edmonton where I think Ottawa might have a quicker turnaround. But who the hell am I? I'm just one half of Habit listening. Exactly. We're not that smart. What? I don't know. <laughs> so that's how I feel. Okay, man. So it's time for our new segment. Do you have the answers? I got a bad feeling about this. I don't know. Do you? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so it's not hockey related this week, but it's something dear to your heart. Yeah, and I'm kind of mad you're making me do this. <laughs> what will happen at Super Bowl 52? It is 52, right? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Okay, I'm not good at re- reading Roman numerals. I had to <laughs> no, search it's 52. You're good. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nick Foles, or oh, A, sorry, A, Nick Foles shocks the world and spanks Brady and the Patriots. B, the Eagles pull off a second-half comeback and pull a Brady on Brady. C, Brady pulls a Brady <laughs> with another comeback win. D, Brady spanks the Eagles. Um... I'm going to go with E. <laughs> e. There is e. no E. I'm adding an E. The Eagles win in a close matchup. They shut down. Okay, you can't add an E. They shut down <laughs> the Brady comeback. So you're, so you're thinking that Brady is going to make a... Okay, so, so you're not going to say spank. So you, no, it's not going to be a spanking. I don't think Foles is going to come marching down the field and come back last second. The Eagles go marching down, by down, down. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you so you think that the Eagles w- so Brady will attempt the comeback? Yeah, and then the but Eagles will fail. the Eagles will shut it down. They'll come down the field, get that that field goal, and win. Jake Elliott, imagine that'd be huge for that kid. Yeah, that'd be a huge moment for him. He actually, um, I, I follow him on Instagram. He posted something pretty funny. So every player got interviewed for the Super Bowl week or whatever, right? And yeah. they all had the Super Bowl 52, like, logos in the background. Yeah. And then there's his picture, and it doesn't have the Super Bowl logo in the background. It just has, like, a black, black like, background. Yeah. And then he goes, um, kickers are humans, too. Where was my background? <laughs> 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 he's actually he's pretty funny. He's actually a pretty funny guy. Like, on the last week, he um, set up, like, a golf course <laughs> in his house. And he was just like, "What you do with your week off?" And like, That's he was just like good. posting. He was Kickers just like posting pics. It was it was hilarious. I like it. I like it. Okay, so you're saying that um, Eagles? I'll just say that Eagles win by um, close f- close matchup. Okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough. So you added an E. So I don't know. Now you're just changing the rules on the fly. It's pretty weird, but whatever. I'll accept it. I'm my own man. <laughs> okay. Moving on now, (laughs) it's time for our Tweets of the Week. What you got? Um, I got something here. So someone tweeted, Jeff Molson just sitting back while Bergie and his management team prepped to deal Pacioretty or others is mind-boggling to me. Dude is turning out to be one of the dumbest, most passive owners in sports. Hashtag Habs. Mm. Um, Someone that I follow, Habsterix replied and said, you know Habs fans have reached rock bottom when they call the owner of a multi-million dollar business dumb. I'll just stop there. <laughs> oh, man, there's so many like that. Like, Yeah. The, all day you can choose like out of a hat of how many hits. It's pretty funny. It's true, though. Like, What do you want this guy to do? He put Bergevin in place to do all the, yeah, the of course. transactions. But you know what? I feel like people are just frustrated because they want more involvement from the owner. Well, I heard that there was rumors that we were going to be hiring a president of hockey operations. Yeah, rumors. Rumor, rumor has it. Exactly. But yeah, that's, that's... Rumor has it. Tweet of the week and a rumor. Boom. Uh, <laughs> what do you got? So mine was uh, when Jeremy Roenick <laughs> uh, interviewed Ovechkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the uh, Hardest Shot competition. And yeah. he asked him, he said, what's more important... In the hardest shot competition, is it how hard y- how hard it is, or is it accuracy? <laughs> and Ovechkin answered, uh, "I think it's how hard you shoot the puck." 
<laughs> well, yeah. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> but that's like, stupid what kind of st- Yeah, exactly. Like, what the hell is Ronick thinking? Like, seriously, dude? Uh, you think it's uh, accuracy or <laughs> it's how hard you shoot the <laughs> One puck, idiot. bro? They're not aiming for the top corner. You just you blast the Guy puck. shot a 108 mile an hour, but it went bottom left. <laughs> Guy shot a 106 top left bar down. He wins because he went... <laughs> Top chat. Oh man, like it's it's just a stupid question. So I thought that that was funny, so I had to use that. Okay. Dummy. Okay, uh, we're gonna take a break right now and we'll be right back. Want the latest tabs news with game previews, reviews, and highlights? How about full coverage of development camps and special events? Looking to follow the Laval Rocket or the Brampton Beast more closely this season? Perhaps you'd like to learn more about team prospects. Would you like a place to socialize with hockey fans all over the world? We've got what you're looking for at allhabs.net, the place where you'll find everything you need to be the most informed and connected Habs fan around. Allhabs.net. Here they come, the boys in the bright white sports car, waving their arms in the air. Who do they think they are? And we're back. We back at back it. Back at it again. Here we are. It's Lewis and Gibby and friends. We're our friends. Okay, so now it's time for everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Boom, boom. Oh, there you go. That's better. Oh, no. Who are you punching? This week, I'm punching Claude Julian. Sure. Ben hasn't been the greatest, but where have you been all season with Carl Alsner? Why hasn't he sat once? Sure, he's been playing a lot better as of late, but the guy looked like Ray Charles on the ice at some points in the season. And Ben, as of late, hasn't been great, so you replace him with Morrow? Mix in Alsner to the press box. Maybe it'll knock some sense into him. Yeah, I agree. To play more consistently. So here, Julianne. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Okay, so for me, I was gonna punch Floyd Mayweather in the face, <laughs> okay, for even attempting mixed martial arts. <laughs> but to tell you the truth, I I know we're supposed to choose somebody a little more high profile, but I'm punching this man I saw today with an electric snowball. <laughs> okay, I have to punch that guy. First off, there's five centimeters of snow, if that. Okay, there was like old Chinese people outside, an old lady out there powering through by hand while this guy's using an electric snowblower, extension cord all tangled up. <laughs> the thing sounds like a hair dryer. Okay, like, <laughs> like bring that shit back to the store. Okay, once my neighbor, too, who lives in front of me, he was using an electric lawnmower, and the front of his lawn was never cut because the extension cord only went so far. Okay? <laughs> like, listen, people, for real, like, electric lawnmower, electric snowblowers, please, unacceptable. Just unacceptable, so stop it. Stop. I'm punching you in the face. Thank you. I feel better. No problem. Okay, so time for our second set of topics. Get it? Why you sound so seductive? <laughs> People people just say that about my (laughs) voice. It's so soothing. Um, All-star game review. And what can the NHL do to make it more entertaining? Um, The all-star game was the all-star game. It was okay. (laughs) I don't know. Like, what else can we really say? It's, I guess the three-on-three thing concept is a bit better. I like it. Um, you like a lot. Yeah, I wouldn't say a lot, but I don't know what exactly you can do to make an all-star game more interesting. There's money value to it. Um, team, the players win money. Um, there's new cars. There's money for the MVP. What I do want them to bring back that I found was exciting. It's not the actual game itself, but um, when they did that draft, the drafting. Like they had the the captains and they drafted teams. Yeah, yeah, I found that that was exciting. I liked I watched that and I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what else you can really do. I guess maybe 
implement what the MLB did, who whatever conference wins <clears throat> yeah. can play, can get home ice advantage. Like, I don't really know what else you can really do. Yeah. What do you got? For me, okay, I thought about this a little bit different. And I, I like the efforts that they, like you said, that the three-on-three. Okay, it's a little bit more entertaining, fine. But it's still kind of nonchalant, non-contact, yeah. unentertaining garbage for me, personally. Um, now, my suggestion is each team, okay, would choose a player on their team, okay, voted by each team, to partake in each contest. And I say they do it like Olympic style. Okay? Mm -hmm. So maybe on the Saturday, you run the course or you race or whatever, and only a certain amount of people qualify for the Sunday. So it's kind of like a competition style. You know what I mean? Yeah. A and then Sunday would be the finals of the competition. Okay? That's one option. Or at least pick the fastest skaters, the hardest shooters in the league, not just the best out of the bunch. On the Saturday, choose those guys to partake in those events. Yeah. And then have the game a separate day with separate people. Or some people can do both if they want, if they qualify. You understand? Yeah. Like, th that's the way I feel. I feel like the best, the fastest skaters, the hardest shooters, they should be participating in these contests. Yeah. Right? And, and they could be elected by their teams, right? And then they can go up against each other to see who actually makes it to the All-Star game, whatever, you know? I mm -hmm. think that some sort of concept like that would be the best. Um, and it would be like, I think it would be real competitive, right? When you got one guy from each team, it's like, like a mini Olympics mm -hmm. of NHL. I think it would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, for the game, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of the game. There's not much I think you can do because when there's no contact, I mean, it's not going to be that interesting. I don't know how much incentive you can offer up that would bring up the intensity. I don't know what it would take to, to bring up the intensity of the game. Um, like I said, like you, you said, like maybe if we add some sort of incentive, like playoff implications, stuff yeah. like that. I don't know. That's something you would have to think about, like MLB did, but... I think make it a mini Olympics. Each team chooses a player to participate, split it up into two days, and just forget about the game. Let them go head to head representing cool. your team. You know what I mean? That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think that, I think that would get a lot more people to watch because mm -hmm. that game sucks. Yeah. It, and you don't see good stuff, right? I think instead of having like these shootout competitions and stuff, like instead of having like tricks and stuff, they're actually facing each other to represent their team, to win it for their team. Yeah. So I think that that would be a better concept. Yeah, that'd be so, pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send an email to Bettman. Yeah, let him know. And uh, let him know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so before we move on here, just a couple quick notes. Uh, did you see Paul Byron get hit from behind yesterday? No, I didn't. So he got pushed from behind, kind of went into the boards there. No response from the teammates. People were making a big deal about it. Mm -hmm. I looked at the play. wasn't really... Hockey play type of thing? Yeah. And, and, you know, he's not known to be a dirty player. It was Pareko. But he's a big boy. Yeah. Nobody really came in. Placanish and Lekanen were on the ice. Nobody really came into his rescue. To tell you the truth, I know that if Shaw or Delorier were there, they would have came in. Mm -hmm. Right? But another thing is you got to be real cautious. If you're going to go step into somebody, especially a big guy like that, be ready to drop the gloves. Yeah, for sure. Right? So don't do it if you're not going to do shit. I don't think... See, the thing is, is some people say, oh, the Habs never do that. I, I don't agree with that necessarily. And also, it's still two minutes left in that game. We're still trying to score. It's a two-goal game. Yeah. You don't want to take a stupid penalty. And I don't think the play was that malicious. So I don't think people should be making such a huge deal about that. And another one was kind of, I heard it on the radio this week. They were floating some names out there about GMs and things. What did you, what do you think about Marty Brodeur? Being GM. The next GM of the Habs. I've actually never thought of him. Yeah, that, that was kind of why I wanted to just mention it because he's one of the guys I really didn't think of. And I'm like, because well, maybe he's French. And right. he's the assistant right now in St. Louis to Doug Armstrong. Yeah. So he, he's he's learning from a pretty good GM. Um, I don't know. Like, it wouldn't if it, obviously if we do get rid of Bergevin, and you want to go the French speaking, which ninety nine percent of the time they're going to go with, Broder's not 
a bad option. I mean, the guy's yeah, a good. Yeah, he's sorry, a good go hockey mind. He's a great. He was a great. Obviously, one of the best goalies in the world, um, in his time. And he's learning from Doug he's Armstrong. From he's got really an assistant role. At this point, if there are any French-speaking GMs available, you interview all of them. Martin Brodeur could be one of them if he's available. I like that name. I do. It, it really jumped out at me, so who knows? Maybe that'll be the guy. Who knows? Okay, so it's time for Gibby Effects. What you got? Okay. So with the Super Bowl this upcoming weekend, did you know that refs get Super Bowl rings as well? They're not the same as the winners, but uh, they are still pretty nice rings. That's a boo. <laughs> How's that a boo? Come on. <laughs> All right. Whatever. <laughs> Kite flying is a professional sport in Thailand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give you a clap for that. It's pretty good. <laughs> I don't want to boo you twice. It's a professional sport in Thailand, just flying a kite. <laughs> That's pretty... It's like weird. you get paid to fly a kite. <laughs> Go fly a kite. Oh, I am. Yeah, no problem. Got a competition this week. I'm the captain of my <laughs> kite flying team. That's good. That's good. I like it. <laughs> okay. I thought that was funny, but whatever. No, that is funny. That's good. I'll give it to you. Okay. What do you got for headlines? It's time for the news. All right, guys. Um, as we all know, Andrew Shaw, he will be out four to six weeks with a lower body injury. Shea Weber, we got an update kind of on Shea Weber. Shea Weber will, is still listed out indefinitely. Um, so this weekend was the All-Star game, as we all know. The Pacific beat the Atlantic 5-2. Brock Bosner, Boser named the All-Star MVP. Mike Fisher coming out of retirement. The 17-year veteran will rejoin the Predators. Wow. Yeah. Um, this is interesting. Former Hab Brian Gianta signed with the Sabres AHL club in order to try out for the American hockey team for the upcoming 2018 Winter Olympics. Wow. Yeah. Um, close and dear to our heart, Raptors coach Dwayne Casey is set to coach Team LeBron at the All-Star game for the NBA. So basically he won't do nothing because exactly. LeBron is the coach. Exactly. <laughs> He'll just be the assistant to LeBron. <laughs> I found this pretty interesting. Um, an MMA fighter is training with a rattlesnake. He says it's to work on his speed. Yeah. Um, that guy's going to get knocked out. <laughs> he's going to get bit. Um, he's going to get I knocked think, out his first fight. I think he needs to work on his uh, brain <laughs> instead of his speed. Uh, training with a rattlesnake, rattlesnake will not help. Um, speaking of MMA... Floyd Mayweather took to Instagram and posts a teaser video of him entering an octagon. Oh. Is it foreshadowing? We shall see. Oh, God. Don't do it. Um, Brett Favre is allegedly set to speak to the Eagles before the Super Bowl matchup. Doug Peterson and Favre were teammates for seven years with the Green Bay Packers. He better have some inspiring shit to say. Something. Maybe he's going to come out of retirement for the day. Legend <laughs> versus legend. <laughs> to back him up. Um, speaking of the Super Bowl, the NFL Madden simmed game, which usually happens every year for the Super Bowl, was played this past weekend. The final score was 24, Patri Patriots 24, Eagles 20. Oh. It came down to a Nick Foles bomb that was in the hands of the, uh, who was it, Torrey Smith, but it was knocked out of uh, by the cornerback just before the end zone, so... That's apparently how the game ended. Mm. Offensive pass interference. Yeah. <laughs> that's how it's going to be, guaranteed. Yeah. All right. That's it for the news. So now it's time for everybody's favorite. Mm -hmm. It's Real Live with Lewis and Gibby. But today, yes, it's going to be a little lighter note because today is Bell Let's Talk Day. For those that don't know. So I, I, we like to use this segment to say a few words. You know, I want to put it out there that I suffered through anxiety and panic disorder. And I, too, at one point felt lost and felt like I was going to die and that I would never be the same again. But I seeked help. I talked to people and I healed. It was hard. There were a lot of bad days along the way and things didn't get better overnight. 
but they did get better. So I'm a huge advocate for raising awareness on this topic. Um, also, my wonderful girlfriend, she's six months away from receiving her PhD in clinical psychology. So big up my girl. Uh, we all know who the breadwinner is, unless this podcast picks up. So <laughs> some steam, come on. Uh, anyway, though, we, uh, me and my girlfriend have both fought through our problems with the anxiety as well. And I just want to tell anybody out there that feels lost or incurable to not give up, to talk to someone, to reach out for help, and to stick to the process, and you will get better. Mm-hmm. Gibby, you have something to say? Yeah. Um, for those of you that don't know me, I was actually diagnosed with general anxiety disorder in back in grade 11. So that was, uh, don't have the math, but it was, I'd say, maybe 10 years ago. Well, Don't hurt your brain. Nine years don't ago. Don't hurt your brain. Whatever. It, was, it happened in grade 11. I'm 27 now. Everybody else can do the math. Um, basically, um, just want to say that even though you think, you may think that you're the only person suffering and you're going crazy, know that it is normal what you are experiencing and you're not the only person out there. And your best option is if you are feeling alone, just to seek help. There's many different outlets that you can seek and come to. Um, at the end of the day, Everybody's here to help everybody, and everybody's here to love everybody. We gotta just, everybody's just gotta help each other and know that you're not alone in the fight. That's true. We gotta all stick together. Yep. We all gotta talk. And, you know, even when you're feeling at your worst, believe me, days will get better. You just gotta stay strong and fight through it. Yeah, and you gotta remember, it's, it, Rome was never built in a day. So you're gonna have, like Lewis said, you're gonna have your good days, you're gonna have your bad days, but just be patient with it and, Just keep sticking to what helps and what works. All Habs, let's talk. I can't can't advertise. No, don't. (laughs) Uh, All right. So picking things back up. On a happier note, maybe it is happy for you, not happy for me. What time is it, Gibby? I don't know. What time is it, Lewis? It's time for Weekly Sports Picks. Weekly Sports Picks. Weekly Sports Picks. Sports we pick weekly. I failed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and two again. Just when I thought I was climbing back into it. You fall back down the ladder. Just like the Habs. I'm having a season like the Habs this year. Um, Yeah, I lost. (laughs) It was very, very discouraging. Um, So who did I pick? I believe that I picked... Yes, okay, there it is. Sorry. Um, So these were both yesterday's games because there was no games over the weekend, as you all know. It was All-Star Weekend, so I picked San Jose to beat Pittsburgh 6-4. San Jose lost 5-2, and then I don't know why I put my faith in Ottawa, but I did, <laughs> and I expected them to win 4-3. Carolina won 2-1, so that makes me 0-2. Okay. Now, my picks this week are for Saturday night. dee da 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 ding 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 uh, so Saturday night, I'm picking Winnipeg versus Colorado. 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 And I'm picking uh, Winnipeg to win 4-2. A okay. little, little bit of a layup there, but, you know, I got to take what I can get right now. Hopefully okay. it's a layup. Actually, both teams are hot. No, both teams are good, so that's not a layup. Uh, and then I got Ottawa versus Philly. This is, I think, the 1 o'clock game. Uh, and I'm picking Ottawa to win 4-3. I'm, okay. I'm putting... Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, Ottawa to win 4-3, so I'm putting my faith... No, sh- sorry. Ottawa to win 5-2. 5-2. Okay, are you five good? 5-2. Are you good? Yes. So what got was that? your... You got that? What was your okay. Winnipeg-Colorado game? What was the score? 4-2 Winnipeg. Okay. Why? What about you? you? You chose the same game again? Exact same game, exact same score. Oh, my God. Um. Okay, so... Last okay, well, I'm gonna change that game because I gotta get ahead of you here, so we can't no, you have can't the same do game. That. Come on, man! I that's have to. Garbage, <laughs> garbage, whatever. I'll allow it, but that's garbage. Okay, so keep your thing four two. Yeah, I'm not changing. I'll it. choose if a game. You right might now screw up phone. here. This might be the TSN turning point. If I win four two, you're screwed. It's There's no going back. 
you could have stayed par with me. So I'll, I'll announce, I'll let you have your pick after. So yesterday I chose New Jersey versus Buffalo. I, choose New, I chose New Jersey to win 3-1. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. They won 3-1. Yeah, so that's wow. one and one for the kid. One plus one for the kid. Um, Ottawa, Carolina, 2-0. I chose Ottawa to win. Uh, Carolina won 2-1, as Lewis said. So I'm now 17-13-2. My new picks, I got St. Louis versus Boston on Thursday. I'm choosing Boston to beat St. Louis 3-2. And Winnipeg against Colorado on Saturday, I'm choosing Winnipeg 4-2. Okay, so I'm just going to reverse the score, 4-2 Colorado. How about that? Wow. Same game, just reverse the score. Okay. So we're going (laughs) head-to-head. You could just screw yourself over here. I know, but listen, I'm taking risks. All right. All right. I'm taking man. risks. I'll I'll allow it. High risk, high reward. That's, There's going to be two asterisks. I, I live on my your, life on, on the, your record this year. Listen, I live my life on the edge, Gib. So. All right. And I'm actually being fair to you because now instead of me choosing a whole new game, I'm keeping the same game, just reversing the score. So basically, I can easily be giving you an extra point here, because I'll be losing, and if you if you win, you're getting an extra point now. Yeah, but I was cool with you keeping the score. That you're just playing into your own head. No, because I, you know, the, you, you got to get ahead. It's getting close to the trade deadline here. I you're either going to get ahead. I got to know if I got to make some moves here, Gibbs. Yeah. So that was our show. Welcome and uh, thanks welcome, for showing and for it's listening. Not welcome. It's time for them to leave now. No, I don't want to leave. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. There you go. If you listened and you made it through the whole show without falling asleep, or just shutting us off yeah uh we hope you enjoyed it yeah we'll be back here again next week yes all right all right see y'all later see y'all later bye have a great time